0: grab a seat this afternoon. It's already afternoon. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off on a new series here on Sundays, amen, entitled Fear Not. Fear Not. I, I don't know how many parts will be in the series, amen. I thought it was just going to be one message, amen, and, uh, and the Lord just started to impress other things on me, but fear not, amen. Fear not. I I want those words to soak inside of your spirit. Fear not. Fear not. We're going through some situations. I want you to fear not. When you're concerned about things, I want you to fear not. Amen. When you have a bad report, I want you to fear not. Are are you guys grabbing a hold of this? You are to what? Amen. All right, you got it. Praise the Lord. Because we're living in times, amen, where people are doubtful. People are confused, frustrated. Am I speaking to anyone in this house? Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, anyone here been doubtful? Come on. Anyone confused? Come on, somebody. Anyone been frustrated through this? How about those that got the the virus? You've been frustrated through that virus? Come on, somebody shake your head. Hallelujah. I've been there. I know what it's like. Amen. And so, come on. And... There are people that are fearful, not only in our world. Not only when you turn on your TV and, and hear all the media and hear all the stuff that's going out there, amen, uh, inflation and, and this and that and all this stuff, uh, it can fear can start to creep into our spirit. Uh, it's creeping into our world. Uh, it's the talk, amen, at our workplaces. Uh, it's the talk in the neighborhood. Uh, it's the talk at a supermarket, amen, uh, of things that are hitting our world, amen. Uh, fear is hitting the world. But I'm talking that fear is coming into the church. And although these things are normal feelings because we are human and emotional people, but we are not to be led by our emotions, but by His Spirit. John chapter 16, 13, the New King James puts it like this. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak in His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak and He will declare to you, the things that are to come. The Lord knew that there would be seasons in our walk, that, that we would doubt, that we would be confused, amen. There'll be frustration in our lives, amen. That fear will come to us. Where we need not to be led by what we feel, listen church, or what we see. But trust in God in those moments and allow His Spirit, somebody say Spirit, his spirit to guide us to all truth. I mean, no, oh, the spirit knows what he's doing. And when you are confused and when you are doubtful, amen, and when you are going through a, a season of frustration, amen, is that you're leaning upon your own understanding and not upon the spirit's understanding. Because the spirit will declare to you, listen, all things. Somebody say all things. All things that are to come. He's going to guide us. He's going to help us through, amen. But we need to be led by the Spirit of God, amen. We are living in one of those seasons right now, amen, in our world and as a church. But God has always told us, God has always told us that throughout history and throughout our walk, amen, with him, fear not, Come on, you read the word, amen, from the beginning to the end, amen. God has always come through the seasons that you and I go through, amen. And he spoke to us, amen. And he speaks to us right now, even as we're living today in 2021, amen. Fear not. He tells you, fear not. He tells you, fear not. He comes to you. He hears your cries. He knows your concerns. He says, fear not. Fear not. Individually, he comes to us and says, fear not. He comes to us. Amen. And he knows your concerns. He knows what's on your heart. And he always comes and sometimes it's a whisper, but he says, fear not. God has spoken to his people throughout history. Fear not. And he's speaking to the church right now. And he's speaking to PCLV right now. And he's telling me to to tell you, fear not. Church, there are 365 fear nots in the Bible. And we're going to go through each one of them today. Hopefully you don't have any plans after church. because We're going to be here for a while. Just kidding. Amen. But that is one fear not for each day of the year. Just watch out for leap year. Tell your neighbor, watch out. (laughs) No, God has you covered even on leap year. You don't need to fear on leap year. That's a good one. huh? You don't have to fear on leap year. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't worry. God got you. Tell your neighbor, don't worry. God got you. Come on, tell your neighbor, fear not. Fear not. Tell yourself, fear not. fear not. See, we're good to tell other people. But when things come to your neighborhood and it's in your backyard, in your house, you don't know how to say fear not to yourself. Come on, somebody. Fear not. Come on, tell yourself this, fear not. Fear not. When you're going through a storm, you gotta hit yourself. This. Fear not. Daddy has us. Daddy has us. And I'm not saying I don't have concerns or worry doesn't come to my house, amen, but I get a hold of God. I say, God, I fear not, for you are with me, amen. Come on, he told David. David wrote those words. Come on, uh, even though I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, amen, I fear no evil, for thou art with me, amen, thy staff and thy rod. They comfort me. uh, I fear not. David was a man that didn't fear. But he knew his God. Do you know your God? So why are you afraid that? Come on, fear not. God has chosen us. I want you to turn to our text So I'm going to use for this series. Isaiah 41.9. This is a New Living Translation. It says this, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying, uh, you, somebody say, I... You are my servant, and I have chosen you, and I will not throw you away. Verse 10 says in the New King James Version, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I want you to... Sink. Let those words sink into your spirit right now, amen. And you should know uh, uh, Isaiah 41.10, amen. You should know, uh, fear not, for I am with you. Uh, come on, do not be dismayed, dismayed uh, for I am your God, amen. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Here, amen, in this passage of Scripture, God chose Israel, God has called you. Say me again. Come on, call. I said me again. Okay, all right. Now you're right. (laughs) little trick there. Amen. See if you guys are listening. Amen. But God has called you. Amen. And and he has chosen us. Amen. He he has chosen you. John 15, 16 said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Come on, God's saying, you know, you didn't choose, I'm here to tell you, you didn't choose God. You didn't choose to decide to come to church, 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 church. (laughs) He chose you. God chose you. You didn't just walk in. No, God chose you. You weren't just invited. No, God chose you. Amen. He left the ninety-nine, and we went after you. He chose you. Amen. And He brought you in, and He found you. Amen. Even at, when you're at your lowest low, come on. He pulled us out of our mire pit. Come on. Someone say thank you, Jesus. Come on, he came after you. He came knocking on the door. He came knocking down walls. Amen. He reached out to you. He chose you. He picked you. Handpicked you. He pulled you out. People looked at you and said, man, this is garbage. Come on, this one's nobody. This is a nobody. And he picks you out. Amen. From that, 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 that junk, amen, that you were in. He says, I still pick you. Oh, my Lord, come on, somebody, anybody excited that he chose you? Come on, society didn't choose you. Uh, Come on, your family didn't abandon you. Amen. Come on, but God chose you. God has chosen you. And he says, I, I, speaking of God, pick you. Wow. Don't you feel special? God picked you. Picked you. says, I pick you. And then he goes on and say, I don't change my mind either. Come on, we pick people and we change our mind, huh? (laughs) Come on, somebody. Marriage people, marriage people. (laughs) Come on, he says, I choose you. I won't throw you away. When I make a choice, I, I stay with that choice. I, I don't pick you and say, oh, I made a mistake. No, no, no. He says, I chose you. He says, I'll never throw you away. Isn't God so good to us? Isn't he merciful? Isn't he so patient with us? Come on, come on. He's long-suffering with that Man, there's times when I shake my head, amen, I know that God's shaking his head, yet he still picks me. He still chooses me. Come on, like, man, I'm a knucklehead. And God says, I still love you. I still pick you, son. You're here today. Why? Because you're chosen. You are chosen, amen. You belong here. Somebody say, I belong here. here. Come on, you belong here, and you belong to his kingdom. Remember, you're an ambassador. Right? Stand up. Brother Razor, I'm an ambassador. Come on, stand up. That's right. Come on. He's an ambassador. Remember that day you were there? Yeah, I'm an usher. Come on. He's an ambassador. Come on. You are a representative. You're like a senator. Come on. You're royalty. Man, we, we belong to the king. There's, 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 there's princes and princesses in this, in this room. Come on, look at yourself. Don't look down at yourself. Look at yourself high because there's high value inside of you. That's why he chose you. So take the fear out of your mind that you don't belong. Tell somebody, I belong here. I belong here. Come on, tell somebody, I belong here. I belong here. Tell yourself, I belong here. I belong here. Don't ever feel that you don't belong When you feel you don't belong, come talk to me before you start to bounce because it's just the devil lying to you. You belong here. Somebody say, I belong here. Come on, you got to say to yourself, I belong here. Amen. Come on, they just made fun of you. Still, I belong here. Amen. They're talking about you. No, I still belong here. Amen. Come on. Amen. We're a family. Come on, we stick it out. Don't let the devil lie to you. Tell the devil, devil, I belong here. I'm royalty. I'm a princess. I'm a prince. Now, both you guys are saying, the guys are saying I'm a princess. That's not what I'm saying. But you're an ambassador, church. Come on. Our, 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 our scripture of declare on 1 Peter starts out that we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. We belong to a holy nation. Come on, somebody. Read. Read the paragraph, amen, that comes to the place of declaring amen. You've got to know who you are and know who he is. And you are chosen. So take the fear out of your mind. Don't let the devil lie to you that you don't belong. He's messing with you, and he's taking your destiny with you. He's gonna take it out, church. You gotta to start to understand and understand today that God chose you. Amen. God doesn't make mistakes. Does God make mistakes? No, He don't make mistakes. God knows you. God knows me. Still, He chooses us. You wonder why, why God did you choose me? You ever thought that? Or is it just me? I was like, God, why'd you pick me? Why'd you pick me to come out here? Why'd you pick me to be the preacher? Why'd you pick me? Come on, you ever did something for God and say, why me? Well, I'm not talking to anyone in this house, amen. Come on, he chooses us. He chooses, he knows you. Still, he chooses you. You all right, Garrett? God chooses you, amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. I I know that we get his his head shaking at times, but he he chooses us. Why? Because he loves you. He loves you just like you are. Amen. He loves you. Amen. He's not there. Amen. He's not there to point out the wrongs of you. He says, I love you. Let my love cover you. Let my love change you. See, his love is what changes us because we want to be better for him. chooses to love us in jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 it says i knew you i knew you before i even formed you in your mother's womb before you were born i already set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations god knows you church as he knew jeremiah as he's speaking to him here He knew you long before you were born, amen. Even before you were conceived, amen. He thought about you, amen. And he planned you out, amen. Come on, somebody say, wow. Come on. He was thinking about you even before you were, you never even existed. You weren't even a thought in your mama's thoughts. Come on, you weren't a, you weren't a, you weren't a, you weren't a sprinkle. You weren't nothing, amen. Even before you were nothing, God already knew you. Isn't that awesome? That no, no matter where you lived in this world, He already knew you. He already chose you. He already appointed you. Come on, you may have thought, hey, amen. Uh, come on, your mama didn't plan you. Daddy didn't plan you. You might have thought you were the prom baby. Hallelujah. But God says, no, 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 no. I planned you. I made you come into this world. Amen. You're not a mistake. Amen. I, I formed you. I knew you before you even existed. I have plans for you. Listen. Don't let fear make you feel that you don't fit. When you feel discouraged and when you feel you're not enough, amen, or not good enough, amen, remember that God has always thought about you. And He thinks of you as valuable. You're not cheap. Tell your neighbor, I'm not cheap. Valuable. He looks at you and says, there's value inside of you. Come on, no one, no one may not see that value, but I who formed you, I, Who plans you? I know what's inside of you. And you're valuable. And I have a purpose in my mind for you. See, Jeremiah was chosen. He was appointed by God as a prophet to the nations. God has chosen each Christian, each follower of Jesus Christ. He has a purpose for you somebody say for me yes for you God has a purpose for you God has a plan for you amen Uh, but some people are appointed by God uh, and God has specific kinds of work for those people like Samson David John the Baptist Paul Fear not, listen, fear not when God calls you uh, to do something in his kingdom, amen. And whatever you do, it should be done for his glory. If God gives you a specific job to do, accept it and be devoted to it. Somebody say, "accept accept it and be devoted to it. See, God chose me. He picked me, and so I accepted it, and I devoted myself to it. And when you do that, then God can use you. Because it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> All it has to do with him. He needs a vessel. He needs an instrument. He wants. He, he asks people, can you do this for me? And when you accept it, you got to be devoted to it, and God will use you. If God has not given you, listen. For those here today that says, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what my plan is. I, 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 I. And I can go different areas there, amen. But I'm not going to pick on you guys today, okay? I'm here to encourage you. Say thank you, God. Thank you, God. If God has not given you a specific call, listen, or assignment, then fear not and seek him to fulfill the mission that is common. Listen, common to all believers, which is to love, obey, and serve God. If you don't know what you need to do, amen, do these things. Love somebody say love, love. Obey, obey, and serve God. serve God. That is what you that is your call, that is your task, amen. Uh, come on, when you don't have a specific task or or, or purpose that you don't find in your life, uh, then you do what God has called us to do and we are to love obey God and serve God until his guidance, listen becomes more clear are you hearing me Amen. come on just because you don't got it right now doesn't mean there's something not coming Amen. you keep doing what love. always start with love okay love. what are we guys supposed to do love. that's it you keep doing that and all of a sudden you start to get a clear guidance and direction from God on what you ought to do As long as you're loving, obeying, and serving God, God will give it to you. Because those three things are still needed when you get your tasks. You're going to still have to love, obey, and serve God. You're still going to have to love people that God puts around you. Come on. Come on, somebody. We get ministries, and now we don't like people. (laughs) Come on. You forgot to love. You got to obey. Come on, I I don't want to pray for them. You're not obeying. You're not doing your part. Love, obey, and serving God has to follow you. And God will start to give you different assignments. Church, come on. uh, Things will start. God will start to speak to you. But we have to start with a basic common mission to all believers is to love, obey, and serve God. You got it? You're chosen. Somebody say, I'm chosen. Come on, not frozen. Frozen. Come on, we get saved and we just become frozen. We do nothing for God. I'm telling the truth, amen. We get saved and we pick a seat. God didn't, God didn't frozen you. He chose you, amen. Come on now. Come on, he didn't just deliver you. You just stay here till Jesus comes back. Okay, I'm saying, right, Okay, I'll do nothing. Then I'll do nothing wrong. You might as well live in the mountains and be a hermit. That is not God's call, amen? Come on, you're chosen. You got you to gotta walk like chosen people. You got to walk like, you know what? God chose me for this task. God chose me to do this, amen? When you start to fulfill his, his purposes in your life, and then you got a purpose for you, and you start to feel good about yourself. But when you're doing nothing, you're miserable. Oh, come on, somebody talk to me. Right? We come in complaining. Hello. We're complaining this and that and that what are you doing? Nothing. You're frozen. Whatever it is, amen. I, I don't know. I never seen the movie, so but I know that one part she was like shh. We become frozen Christians instead of chosen Christians. Know that you're chosen not frozen church, and start doing what you need to do. Come on, you're chosen. And because you're chosen, and because you're called, the first part of Isaiah 41.10 says in the New King James, it says, fear not, for I am with you. See, the Lord tells here, he tells Israel, he tells them, fear not. He's telling us today, fear not. Why? Because the Lord says, I am with you. Hebrews chapter 13, 5 reminds us, it says it like this, because the Lord said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Because who said? Because who said? Come on, because God said, is God a liar? Come on, so we don't have to be afraid, church. We never have to be afraid. We don't have to live in fear, amen, because he tells us, fear not. Why? Because I'm with you. If I'm with you, no one's going to bug you. No one can touch you. No one can do anything to you without my permission. I am with you. You don't need to freak out. You don't need to fear. You don't need to be afraid. In Deuteronomy chapter 31 to 6, NIV says this, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. And you can use them in anything in your world today. You don't have to be afraid of the the virus. You don't have to be afraid of that. You don't need to be afraid of them, amen. Whatever them is. For the Lord your God goes with you. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. Come on, church. Apply the very word of God in your life when you walk in the streets, amen. When you go to work, amen. You've got to walk with God's word. You'll be reminded, I don't have to be afraid, And you'll be reminded, I need to be strong. I need to be courageous. Amen. You got to be reminded that I'm chosen. And that God goes with you. And as God's chosen people, we all share the responsibility of representing God to this world. You have a responsibility. I have a responsibility that we have to represent, right? The ambassador, the representative, to this world, to this dying world. They have to see Jesus, listen, in you. You've got to be different. We can't walk like the world. We can't talk like the world, church. We've got to be different. They have to see Christ. That's why God says separate yourself. He's not saying don't hang out with them. Not, don't, don't, don't befriend them or nothing like that. But he says, you know what? You've got to be a little different. You can't be acting like the world. You can't be talking like the world. You can't be doing what the world does. I mean, you got to be different if you want to win them over. One day, God will bring all his faithful people together. I say one day, we're all going to be together in glory land. Hallelujah. One day, he's going to bring us all together, all the faithful people. We're going to come together and have a great celebration. God is with us, church. Fear not. Don't be afraid. The Lord here is saying there is absolutely nothing, listen, nothing to fear about. Nothing. That's why they have the scriptures, I can pick up snakes, I can do this, do that. Drink. Nothing will harm us. I'm not saying go drink some poison, amen. I'm not saying to test God. Come on, somebody. We, we can take it to that extreme. There's people that take it to the extreme. Amen. That's not what God is saying. He says, no matter what comes your way, what danger comes your way, I'm with you. It won't harm you. I'll take care of you. I'm with you. He'll protect us. Whatever's coming our way, church. Come on. You have nothing, absolutely nothing to fear of God if he's with you. Come on. I know it didn't look good, but fear not. I know that you got a bad report from the doctor. Fear not, amen. I know it looks a little scary outside, amen. But fear not, church. Come on, the Lord is reminding Israel here in Isaiah 41, and the Lord's reminding us here at PCLV today, for I am with you. Come on, I'm with you. So fear not. We come with our concerns, and I'm not saying your concerns are are, are not important, and and what you're going through is not important, but don't let fear overtake that. Don't let it settle in your spirit, because God says, fear not. Yeah, you have problems, but fear not. Yeah, you're going through a situation, but fear not. Uh, Yeah, you're going through this or going through that, but fear not. I'm with you. I've never left you. I didn't just say, okay, figure it out. I didn't say, okay, this or that. No, no. He's with us. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, he's with us. Now, if you're doing whatever you want to do, then he lets go of you. Come on. If you want to go do that, he's going, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go sin. I'm not going to do this or do that, whatever you choose or desire. I'm not going to do that. But if you're in my will, you don't need to fear. I got you. Are you following me, church? Romans chapter 8 31 says, What shall we say about these wonderful things of these? If God is for us, then who can ever be against us? So fear not. See the second part of Isaiah 41:10 in the New King James, it goes on to say, Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Dismay means that you don't need to be upset, you don't need to worry. Or you don't need to be discouraged. Why? Because he says, I am your God. Not only am I with you, but I am your God. He's who? Somebody say, my God. God. He's your God. He's your God. Let me give you a definition of God. It says, the creator, the ruler of the universe the source of all moral authority, the supreme being, the perfect and all-knowing spirit, a spirit that has great power, strength, and knowledge. Come on. That is the God, amen. And you can go more and more in the detail of God, but, but, he's saying, you know what? You don't need to be upset, amen. You don't need to be uh, worried, amen. and You don't need to be dismayed, amen. You don't need to worry. God has us. He says, I am your creator. I am your ruler. I am all powerful. I am almighty. I am the great I am, amen. Says the God. And he says, I am your God. <laughs> so fear not. He tells you, I'm your God. I'm all this. And so why are you tripping? When I am your God, I created you. I created everything that you have seen or see in this world. I, I, God created that. I can snap my finger, blink my eye, and things happen. That's how bad God is. That's how powerful God is. Come on, He don't need a 50, 50, men or a hundred men or 10,000 men, amen. All He needs is just a wink of His eye, a snap of His finger, a flare of His nose. That's how I look God when, when the, the Red Sea got parted. You know what happened? How I see it? God sneezed and it opened. <laughs> he just went, ah, true. That's pretty powerful. That's how powerful our God is. Amen? God can do anything he wants to do. (laughs) Man, one and one doesn't equal two with God. It can equal a million with God. (laughs) How many want to think the way God thinks? Come on. God is so, man, we limit God. We put God in a bottle, amen? We, We put God so little in our pocket when he's just so humongous, big. He is a big, powerful God. He's not some tiny man that stands behind us. He's not a tiny man sitting on a throne up in heaven. Amen. Come on. He is a powerful God. When he speaks, amen, the, the the whole earth shakes, amen. Come on. It's like thunder when he speaks, amen, when he walks, when he taps, amen. The world shakes, amen. He's a big God. And he says, fear not, for I. I'm your God. Do not be confused. Do not be dismayed. Do not worry. Don't get upset. I'm, I'm your God. See, the Lord says that because he's established a relationship with us. Hello? Just like a song we were singing about religion. Getting rid of We don't have religion. We have a relationship. It's established. We know our God. We know who he is. We have, a, we have a, a, a relationship with God. I have a relationship with God, the creator of all universe. I can talk to my God. Isn't that off? I can have coffee with God. <laughs> Doesn't that trip you out? <laughs> Come on, that's how power, man, we look at it, it's like, we think it's, man, it's, man, I can have lunch with God, hallelujah, and he can pay the bill too, hallelujah, God is, man, that's the relationship that he has with us. Come on, we 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 don't have to go through all the things and, and all these uh things and light up certain things and get to this place and that place and, and then we finally get into the holy of holies and all this. No, no, no. I, come on, the, the the veil's been torn, amen. And God says, I want to have direct access to you, I want to have a relationship with you. I don't need your high priest talking on your behalf. I want to talk to you directly, amen. I'm your God, amen. So fear not. Before we these it was scary to get into the presence of God. That's why only a priest went, and it went once a year on your behalf. Now you can go all by yourself. Hallelujah. Come on, you don't even need me. Hallelujah. Well, you need me a little bit. Amen. But you don't need me. Can you go talk to No, you can talk to God yourself. Give him your concerns. Give him your worries, because you don't need to fear not because what? He's with you. Don't be dismayed. He's your God. He's your God, church. The Lord finishes off Isaiah 41.10. New King James, by saying this, I, this is God still speaking, amen. (laughs) Come on, he says first, he says, fear not, for I'm with you. And then he goes on, don't be dismayed, for I'm your God. Then he goes on to say, I, God still speaking, I will strengthen you. I said, I will strengthen you. You can't strengthen yourself. He says, "I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand." Come on, the Lord. Listen, is our strength, Church? Come on, Psalms twenty-eight seven says this. Amen. Now, the New Living Translation: The Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust in Him with all my heart. Amen. He helps me and fills my uh, uh, and my heart is filled with joy, and I burst out in song of thanksgiving. Come on, come on, when you are just like we were doing at worship, amen, we broke out in song. We just broke out, amen, now, come on, because we were filled. God was filling us. God was filling us right here in the beginning of the service. He said, you know what, you need a little strength, you know what, you need a little help, amen, and he starts to fill us, amen, and we get overjoyed, and that's why some people jump, amen, and some people do things, amen, or clap, whatever it is, because you're excited, And if you don't have it inside you, then you got to tell God, fill me up. God, I need your strength. I need your help. I'm tripping. I'm freaking. Come on. I'm dismayed. I'm confused. I'm scared. And God will remind you, I'm right here with you. I'm your God. I will strengthen you. We need a feeling of strength in this place. He's got to call him. You got to just tell him, God, fill me, strengthen me. I'm about to do something I don't want to do. God, you ever say you ever talk to God like that? Come on, be real with God. God, I'm about to. Oh, you, you know me, God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, you help me right now. Help me right now, cause I'm about to do something. He knows what you're going to do already. So I'm up in front. I don't, I don't try to hide it. He knows what I'm going through. He knows what's in my mind. He knows my thoughts. And say, God, I, and then the Holy Spirit reminds me. and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to grab hold of him. God, I need your strength. He said, I need your strength. Maybe that's the problem with most of us, amen, that we don't call on him. When we do that, we just simply just do what we're not supposed to do. Come on, we got to get better. Not bitter, not mad, not angry, not upset. Now you're dismayed. Now you're afraid. And you forget, listen, that he is with you and that he's your God. And that he will strengthen you. We just give into the flesh. Because you know why? It's so easy. (laughs) Isn't it easy just being the flesh? Isn't it easy just cussing somebody else? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But to hold it in, to swallow it, to say, I'm not going to say nothing, even though I want to say something, God, that's when you got to say, God, I need your strength. God, I need you right now. And then when you finally get it, that even feels better. God, I did it. God, I held back. Because if you would have said something, things would have got worse. Mm, Come on, come on. I'm speaking of marriages right now. Hallelujah. Come on, husband, hold your tongue. Wife, you too. Come on. I don't just pick on husband. Yeah, they're the priest, but you got to do your part, girl. Come on, because some of the things that you say just set that boy off. It's the truth. Amen. Come on. Men are built different. Amen. Don't, don't, don't provoke them in their weakness. Don't, don't, don't say things where you know and you know they're going to get upset. Girl, you need to hold it in. God, strengthen me. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and guess what? He helps you. And he strengthens you then he exposes inside of you. Sometimes we we, got to understand, church. We got to work it out. Got to work it out. Right? With God, it's like a marriage. You got to work it out. I'm not going to bail on him because he's not thinking that he's not giving me what I want. I got to trust him. But maybe I stop loving or obeying or serving. (laughs) And when those things are out of line and they're not in your relationship with him, then you're going to go through your things. But when you start to do those things, and now now you are doing what he called you to do or where he appointed you to, now you're flowing. And this is a greater place to be at, church, when you're flowing, right? When you're simply doing what God told you to do, and no matter what it is, no matter you wanted to say something, you said, God, you gave me the strength. And I'm just going to keep on just trusting in you. Am I talking to anybody? Yeah. See, the Lord gives us the assurance of his strength to help us. Come on and give us victory over sin and death. Psalms 89.13 says this, powerful is your arm, strong is your hand. Your right hand is lifted high in glorious strength. Psalms 118:14 says this, the Lord is my strength and my song, he has given me victory. Come on, last year our banner was victory, right? Come on, our scripture was 1 Samuel 17, where it says the Lord is victorious in battle. Amen. Come on. uh, God has us, church. Uh, Fear not. Amen. uh, For I am with you. Uh, Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Uh, Come on. I will strengthen you. Uh, I will help you uh, through every circumstance, whatever situation. I will be there. Our text ends. In Isaiah 41.10, by the Lord saying, I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. See, the Lord is there to help us through church. He's there to lift us over our situations. And he will strengthen us, listen, in our weaknesses. He will hold us up when we feel that we cannot stand church. Come on, when you feel weary and when you feel weak and you feel, man, you can't just take another step or or you just can't make it in uh, to the church or you cannot do this or that, amen. God's a God uh, that holds you up with his victorious right hand, amen. And if God is all this, church, uh, why should we be afraid? Why should we fear? Why should we be dismayed? If the Lord is victorious and He is with us and He is our God and He tells us, I will strengthen you, I will help you, then, church, the question is why do you fear? When He has told you, fear not. If you already said He's not a liar, if he already says he doesn't, doesn't change his mind that he's, he's this and he's that, and he's God Almighty, he's powerful, he's big, and all this other stuff, that when we're going through our storms and our, our battles, we, f- we freak out. And fear settles in. And dismay comes in our lives, and confusion and doubt and upsetness comes inside of us, and frustration comes because we started to think listen, church, real carefully. You started to think in your own carnal way instead of by the Spirit that's supposed to lead us, direct us, and guide us and remind us of these words. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous, powerful, victorious right hand. See, fear comes and knocks at my door. And I open I hey. like <laughs> I do the time. Hey. But then I just shut us and off. No, I fear not. You can't come into my house. You cannot bring confusion to my house. You cannot bring frustration into my house. Get out. And I shut the door and I lock it. And I remember he's with me. He's my God. And he strengthens me. <laughs> it's okay to be scared for a little bit. Come on. It's like someone surprised you <gasps> right? Do that to do that to my wife and she'll hit you. She fears not. Hallelujah. She'll kick and something else will come. Amen. That's how we got to fight, church. We're Christians. The devil's going to sneak up on you and boo you. Boo this. Hallelujah. (laughs) You got to fight back. You got to react real quickly, man. But if you get a little scared, that's all right. All right. You're human. Got emotions. But shut the door. Don't start talking to it. Don't start inviting to it. Don't, Don't start having coffee with it. Come on, these things come in our lives and we're having coffee with it. And we start telling everybody about it. But no one's going to the God that says, I'm with you. The God that says, I'm your God and I will strengthen you and I will help you. My arm is powerful. I'm strong. He's got to call on me. And I'll be there. And he'll come in and you just start to do what he needs to do. He'll start kicking devils, slapping demons. He'll do whatever he needs to do for you. For you. Why? Because he's your God. He's your God. A God that you have a relationship with. A God that loves you. Isaiah 41.10, let me read it over again. I will hold you by my right hand. I, the Lord, your God, and I say to you, do not be afraid. I am here to help you. Romans 8.31 says, what shall we say about these wonderful things of these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? I'm going close today, church. By saying, Peace, LV, fear not. Come on, the Lord is with us, He is our God. He will strengthen